TikTok's new purchase, legislation stemming from the popular Face app, and how you can boost your confidence. Welcome to Working Girl Talk. Welcome back to Working Girl Talk. Hope you've had an amazing week. And let's get right into the news stories. So this week, TikTok has reportedly made a big purchase. There's a startup called Juke Deck from the UK that aims to create music using an AI. An example that TechCrunch gave was including the ability to interpret a video and then be able to put music to it. If you know a teen or a preteen, you've probably heard of TikTok. TikTok has reportedly acquired Juke Deck. Juke Deck had originally raised 2.5 million pounds in its startup phase from investors. And key people at Juke Deck have changed their LinkedIn titles to say they are working for TikTok's parent company, ByteDance. TechCrunch reported that Juke Deck's site is now offline and its homepage is replaced with a message saying, we can't tell you more just yet, but we're looking forward to continuing to fuel creativity using musical AI. Indicating that Juke Deck's technology for adding music to videos is likely being used by ByteDance inside TikTok. This just shows me that TikTok is definitely not going anywhere. According to data from mobile research firm Sensor Tower, the app has been downloaded about 80 million times in the United States and 800 million times worldwide, which is crazy because TikTok is so out of reach for me. I personally don't use it, never have. I'm a little out of their age range, I think, but it is thriving and aiming to grow and expand. The money speaks for itself. Next story. Did you see yourself as an old person last week? The Face app caused a lot of laughs at first, but soon skepticism when it was discovered it was an app from Russia with a very vague privacy policy. Well, this week, The Verge reported that Florida Senator Rick Scott has introduced a bill that would make online retailers, including app stores, prominently list every product's country of origin. According to Scott, it's partially addressing the recent privacy controversy over FaceApp. The act is called the Promoting Responsibility in Markets and E-Retailers Act of 2019, or otherwise being abbreviated as the Prime Act. It would apply to any internet website or other online platform through which products are sold. The Verge suggested that its name suggests it's particularly aiming at Amazon. Basically, it means whenever these sites sell products, the seller would have to provide details about the country of origin, and the retailer would have to list that country in a very easy to see way and in the same language that the website uses or the platform. So you can't hide it from online, and this coincides with current seller regulations offline, so it just extends to making sure that country of origin is known to online products now. The Federal Trade Commission would have authority to punish people that didn't follow it, and if it's passed, the bill would go into effect after six months. The Verge talks about this too, but this is interesting because I don't think the issue was really what the, where the country, where it originated, it was their weird privacy policy. I mean, maybe Russia was a part of that, but I feel like the real concern was the vague privacy policy that allowed them to store your photos or even possibly access photos you didn't even upload to the app and store those. It's cool that this kind of misconduct is being acknowledged, but I don't know if this exactly helps, but more information, the better. So if we're learning more about this, that's cool. So this will be one to watch and we'll see if any regulations or any sort of 
uh, legislation or bills will be uh, surrounding the actual privacy policies because there's such a concern over data these days. I'm sure we'll see more of people trying to attempt to protect data and protect users from using stuff that could possibly harm their data. And now for our working girl topic of the week. A few weeks ago, I was at a work outing and a group of us were having a conversation about superpowers and talents, stuff that comes up when you're at a group function, something along the lines of that. Everyone was going around and saying what they would want theirs to be. Some saying, I wish I had super strength or I wish I could see the future, things like that. But one comment really stuck out to me. A person said, oh, I wish that I had more self-confidence to be someone who could be upfront with people and just say what's on my mind. Everyone moved on, but that comment really struck a chord with me because my first thought was, wait, you can. You can increase your self-confidence because I firmly believe that. I don't know if everyone else does. So ever since then, I've had the itch to turn this into a podcast episode to provide some insight into why I believe that and how we can all do it. There's a quote I like that says, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) There are some people that are naturally very confident, but I don't think everyone is confident about everything all the time. Some of us have to work on it more than others, but it's very possible to become a confident person even if you feel like you're not. So here are some tactical ways because you know I love an actionable tactical strategy. So here are some tactical ways to increase your confidence at any age and at any stage of your life and for any occasion. So first off, love yourself. Oh, that is a hard one because at first you're just like, yeah, I love myself. Cool. How exactly do I do that? Well, I'm going to tell you. So confidence comes from owning who you are and loving who you are. Whereas a lack of self-confidence can often mean there's a feeling of insecurity about yourself. We all have our moments of insecurity, but that's exactly what it is, a moment. If you let insecurity become the norm, that leads to a lack of self-confidence. So I could just say, love yourself. And and that can be hard, as I just said, for all of us on some days. So how do we boost that self-love or that recognition of your self-worth? So I'm all about actionable things, like I just said. So here goes. One, making goals. Accomplishing goals initiates a feeling of pride and being proud of yourself initiates positive thoughts about yourself. Whether this is a daily checklist, a big vision board, or a monthly goal or intention list, goal setting allows you to work on yourself and grow proud of yourself. You want self-pride because that's what confidence is all about. Number two, within this self-love category, don't care. This is so hard because like self-love, I can just say, don't care what other people think. But how do you do that? It's hard to map out exactly, but for me, it's all about awareness. If you realize you're feeling insecure because of that fear of what others think, then it's easier to combat. So learn to recognize when you're feeling like that. And this is important, then channel that energy into something else. Example, I've been a dancer my whole life. I danced all growing up at a studio. I My dance was my minor in college. I've taught dance. I've attended dance conventions, blah, blah, blah. So I've seen it from a lot of different angles. And sometimes at a convention or a class, the teacher will say improv for the last eight counts or so. Improv is when there's no choreography and you're just making it up as you go, doing what feels right. It's really interesting to watch because even the most talented dancers can sometimes freeze up when this happens, when this notion of 
improv is presented because of fear, fear of being judged for what you might do. So I've seen people just stand there and look around and not even move or dance at all because they're so scared to do anything or they're so scared that something embarrassing could happen, which is funny because actually just standing still draws more attention to you. I remember it being a little uncomfortable at first, but when you shift your focus to what you're doing and the fun of it, you lose sight of that external, what do people think of me feeling? So I began to love doing improv because I love to dance and I focus my energy on that. So not caring really comes from being able to identify where that energy is coming from and focusing it onto something else so you don't have the energy to care about what other people think of you. This same thought can be applied to so many different things. You just need to be able to adopt that mindset of I'm too busy enjoying myself or putting energy into this to be worried about what other people think about me. Hopefully that analogy makes sense. (laughs) So those two things were all about realizing like the self-love and like recognizing that self-worth you have for yourself to help boost your confidence. So now we're moving on to the next one. Along with loving yourself, you need to be surrounded by people that love you. What you hear is what you begin to believe. And if you have people putting you down or not supporting you, you need to evaluate who you're spending your time around. You just need one person that's cheering you on to help you bring out that self-confidence. And don't be afraid to tell your friends, hey, I need you to hype me up. That's totally cool. It's important to have that inner knowledge of your self-worth that can't be hurt by anything external, but it's very difficult if you don't have positivity around you. So make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that support you. Next one, practice being confident. What? Okay, I'm going to dive into this. Confidence comes from challenging yourself and progressing through those challenges. So instead of being thrown into situations where you have no control, because no control means an increase in insecurity, meaning a decrease in self-confidence. So instead of being thrown into situations, practice by creating them. Whatever level you're at with your confidence, create situations where you can practice. Like if you want to be more confident talking to new people at events, try approaching someone you don't talk to very often at work. You're initiating it. It's in a familiar place and it's someone who's not a total stranger. So the stakes aren't as high. Starting small and in a situation where you can control it helps eliminate those insecurities and is a great place to start building your way up, practicing that being confident feeling. Piggybacking on that, taking action. Like Nike says, just do it. If you don't feel confident, sometimes you have to just do it. Sign up for that class, volunteer for that opportunity, put that trust in yourself to just do it. And it also helps you be accountable because if you're signed up for something or you got a ticket to an event, that's holding you accountable that you'll actually go and you like have to show up and be confident. Just showing up is showing confidence. So it kind of holds you accountable to that. And acting quickly with that also helps so you don't have time to let that negativity creep in. We don't have time to be unconfident. What is that? No, our time's precious. We gotta get everything we can out of this. So those are some big picture tactical ways to develop your self-confidence, but it wouldn't be a Working Girl Talk episode without some rapid fire tips. So here are my foolproof and fast acting tips for a confidence boost. Shower first thing in the morning. If you have like a big event that day or a meeting or an interview, something, shower first thing in the morning. It just wakes you up, sets that tone for the day. Maybe at the end of the shower, turn it really cold to kind of wake yourself up wake yourself up get that zing of energy and there's just something about being like clean feeling I don't know maybe this is just me but that clean feeling of like 
super confident. Like, you know, for sure, you don't smell. I don't know if that's what it is, but that clean feeling. And it also wakes you up and just gives you that energetic boost. Number two on my foolproof fast acting tips, get dressed in what you feel comfortable and also will help you exude confidence. So put on your favorite outfit that day, because if you feel great, if you feel like you look great, you just feel great and then you act great, you are confident. So I think dressing for the people always say dress for the job you want. Like, yeah. And um, in our previous episode with Kathleen Daly, she said dress for the day you want to have. And I firmly believe that. Number three, strike a power pose. You know, I love my power poses. It really does help. So strike that superwoman pose, put your hands on your hips and just stand there with firm feet planted and just kind of take that in, take a breath. And those really like that just helps exude that positive energy inside you so you can exude it to other people. Four, study up. And I say this because, as I talked about earlier, a lack of self-confidence leads back to insecurities. And insecurities arise when you feel like you don't know as much about something as someone else may, or you just feel like you're not an expert on the subject and kind of like that imposter syndrome. So studying up, so if you know you're gonna have a meeting about a certain topic, or you'll, you know you're gonna be facing people that know a lot about another certain topic, just like brushing up on what that topic looks like so you feel confident lending your voice to the conversation. Knowledge is power and knowledge is also confidence. And last one of my fast acting tips, do what makes you happy. Nothing helps you better in a confidence sense is just doing what you love. So whether that's an activity after work that day, you're doing something first thing in the morning, anything that puts a smile on your face just makes you a more confident person because a confident person is open and friendly to other people. So anything that can kind of give you that boost to be like a happier person will help you be more confident. So, and if you're looking for more tips, those are my fast acting ways and also our large picture tactical ways. But if you're looking for more on this subject, on my blog, abbyzufelt.com, I talked to my friend, Sandra Wilson, who's also a marketer, but she's a very awesome self-care, self-love expert. That's what I call her. Um, so I talked to her about this and she shared some great tips. So find that blog post on my website. I'll share a link to it in the podcast notes as well. Um, But she offers some great insight and tips on this as well. That is it for our tips. Let me know what gets you more confident to start the day. And also let me know if any of these work for you as well. I'd love to hear, especially our larger tactical strategies like loving yourself, um, not caring about what other people think, practicing, being confident, and surrounding yourself with good people taking action. And if any of those work for you, let me know. I love to hear it and I love to share it. So I always love hearing from you guys. And before we go, my Friday favorite, all I can say is Area 51. (laughs) Need I say more? The Area 51 craze has me cracking up. So a quick background on this, if you don't know. On June 27th, a man from California named Maddie Roberts created a Facebook page, an event page, as a joke, admittedly not realizing that millions would accept his invite to, quote, see them aliens with a raid on area at Area 51 coming this September. So the event page called Storm Area 51, they can't stop us all or stop all of us, has almost 2 million people attending. And what I love about this is all the stuff that has come after. The memes, so many funny alien memes, like just if you haven't seen them, go find them. They're there, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, even rapper Lil Nas X released an animated 
music video of him and the people on his song Old Town Road storming Area 51. And it's just it's such a funny thing. And then even this week, the cherry on top, we're seeing more brands get involved from like a marketing aspect. So the restaurant chain Arby's announced that they will be sending a food truck to Area 51 on September 20th. And their statement was pretty funny from their CMO. He said, we can't confirm if there are aliens at Area 51, but if they do show up, they deserve the best meats on Earth. (laughs) So it's really funny to see in that they're not the only brand to kind of get involved in this either. And also, even the Air Force has commented, like, warning people not to raid them. So it's just funny that, like, a little, like, social media joke has gone so far, and it just shows, like, the virality and the power of the internet when something does go viral kind of like a movement and I just love it because I love that we can all be connected over something I mean it's a stupid joke but it's kind of fun (laughs) so if you need like to smile today go find some area 51 memes they're pretty funny and last thing on that now another Facebook event has popped up to storm Loch Ness to find the Loch Ness monsters so We'll see what happens when all these dates actually happen. But and, you know, with a a viral post, they people might not even show up at all. Uh, That's just the viral world we live in. But it's fun to enjoy it while it lasts. So there's my little happy Friday favorite. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Working Girl Talk. Please rate and review the podcast so other working girls, working boys, just working people can find us because the more reviews we get, the more it's shown to people in Apple and in Spotify. So we I just love to hear from you and I love to hear what you have to say. Rate and review the podcast and thank you so much for listening. Couldn't do without you guys. I will talk to you next week.